I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. Despite only spending about 90 days together before our wedding, we've now been married over 25 years. And we were only together for about two weeks before getting engaged. That might qualify us as 90 Day Fiancé OGs. Probably not, but that coupled with being super fans of the shows does qualify us to sit down each week and talk about the episodes, cast members, and the general chaos that surrounds their families. Just like ours. This is Kelly and Steve. We've got a... An update before Breaking we news. before beep, we beep, get started, beep, beep, beep. we we're going to invite you to to in, listen to our inside scoop. We kind of had something that that just broke with Jeffrey. Yes, um, big news, big news, and exciting stuff. Maybe the most exciting thing we've had yes. since uh, Paul's live broadcast. Yes, this is this is pretty breaking. <laughs> so be sure and listen to the inside scoop this week. We'll update you on that. And now for this episode, ninety day fiance. Nothing else. Just 90 Day Fiance. Season yeah. 8, Episode 1. This one they call, I Think You're My Future Wife. It's a boring, <laughs> what a boring title to it. Yeah. With because, all the things that happen. Because aren't they all a future wife or a future Maybe husband? Maybe not. I, mean, I don't know I about mean, that's that. how they we'll go see. into the show. It's the whole point. Right. <laughs> Baby mama. We have a bunch of those happening. Yeah, it seems like it. So, the rundown this week. Seeing Brandon's parents make me think that Brandon <laughs> and his mom are actually auditioning to be on I Married a Mama's Boy. Yeah, seems like it. Right. Rebecca and Zaid seem like an old married couple, and, and they aren't even married yet. <laughs> he seems older than he is, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He's actually quite a bit younger than her. Mm-hmm. We meet Jovi, who despite graduating from high school 11 years earlier, hasn't evolved socially one <laughs> single day. <laughs> And Mike looks about as excited to have Natalie coming oh as, as I am about eating sweet potatoes. Oh, my gosh. The well, look on his face. Yeah, I was... He looked like I, I somebody say, told him his parents died. Yes. When she said, I got my visa. I'm trying to think of any time that I look like that. He, he I, closed his eyes like it was the most traumatic news he'd ever gotten. I've lost... <laughs> you know, I do electrical work. I've lost, like, pieces of switch gear. We've had fires we've had things that just got lost tragic events construction wise and i didn't look as depressed as mike looked as he was sitting in that truck and yep. she told him that she got her visa yeah it was like oh this isn't good i said right away i'm waiting for him to like maybe he was pretending he wasn't uh he was just trying to joke but there's no joking no he's not happy it's not all. good. <laughs> I was afraid he was going to wreck or something. Well, he was parked when that happened, oh, okay. so I wasn't too bad. I felt trouble with Mike already at the beginning as he was sitting around petting his cat. You know, we don't have a great history of guys who are cat lovers. <laughs> right. It's like a And culty. the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's no cult. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know. It was a bit odd about the cat. I guess he's got his cat and Uncle Bo. What do you know about Uncle Bo? Do you remember this guy? Yeah, um, he is obviously family that um, has worked on the family property in the past. And he's, I I got the impression he's kind of down on his luck right now and Mm. doesn't have a place to stay. So um, he's helping him out by letting him stay there and work as a ranch hand. 
I don't have this on Inside Scoop because I don't think I've looked, but I think Uncle Bo's got a troubled past. Probably. I have a feeling significantly troubled past. Are you thinking that that's why she's uncomfortable? Yes, I think so. I don't know. Not um, necessarily. He seems nice. I'm going to find out. By next week, we'll know more about, it's on my mission list, okay. to track down what's going on with Uncle Bo. How did these two, you remember how these two met, do you? I really am not recalling how Mike and Natalie met. Was it one of those Russian dating app? One of those Russian dating yeah, apps? I think so. Doesn't surprise me. She's a bit older than the others though. That you yeah. Mean. You know, she's thirty five. He's thirty five. They're the same age. Maybe it was something different. You said that this was not too long after we saw them last. Yes, this was two months. This opening episode is two months after he wow. returned from the end of the last season. They look damaged. Yeah, they do. Everything about these two looks troubled. Even when she tells him that her visa came, even she looks hesitant. Like she's trying to be excited and hoping that he's not unhappy about it. But you can tell that both of them are walking on eggshells with each other. Yeah, and it's coming quick. I mean, she's got to be there within 20 days. Yeah, she has to enter the country within 20 days and then marry within 90 days of arriving. So they're, they're, he especially is feeling completely panicked about it because he doesn't feel like the relationship's in a good enough place to even be thinking about marriage. They're, they're in the mode of thinking about whether or not they should even be together. Yeah, I don't know that they could spend a week together. Yeah, it's a train wreck. A complete disaster. There's no way they're getting married. But Mike seems like a normal, regular guy, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Though he's about very laid back. He's a bit, I don't know, out of whack when it comes to. I think he's got some damage in his past. Probably because he doesn't seem right. The whole aliens thing. Yeah, that's weird. I'm not sure where he's coming from. Well, and I seem to remember, and they showed a little clip of it during the show. Of the tell-all with these two. And Mike stayed in, like, slept in a living room with one of his female friends. Mm -hmm. And the husband wasn't around. And that was a big deal. He was going to attend her wedding. He was in the wedding. That girl's wedding? Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, the understanding that um, Nadia had was that um, he would be staying there with her and her fiancé. But... The fiance didn't come to the room, so it was her. They were and, staying apart the night before Mike. the wedding, right? Well, and then better off have your best man. There. I mean, it's it's like his best friend. So yeah. I mean, I mean, what's that? Maybe uh, she shouldn't automatically be suspicious. If she trusted him in general, then she should it trust him with that, right? Like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't assume there was an issue if it was you. Oh, not at all. Of course, right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm going to go out looking then. We got any. I'd have to come up with some friends. That would be the first thing that would have to happen, right? It's like that time that you were late coming home and I was pregnant with our first child close to delivery uh-uh. and I was worried that something happened to you because. And then you called the police? You didn't text me to tell me you were going to be. Uh, which late. we didn't have a text. Uh, we didn't have phones at that point. That right. Shows we didn't how have long phones. we've been married. Right. We had like a pager. I didn't answer my page. Which is not possible. Well, you would always use a phone somewhere to call me and sure. tell me if you weren't coming straight if home. I had a phone. And so you were missing. You didn't come home from I work. wasn't and missing. It, it was like midnight. For sure. 
and it was storming and pouring down, and I was worried, and I called the police. Yes, and so when I came home, the police were there. Yeah, that was great. That's a good time. You called right. the police, and on the me. cop had me in the back seat, telling me, "Are you sure he's not stepping out?" And I was like, "No, no, that's not even a possible." And he kept saying over and over, like, that was so typical. And I'm like, no, no, I know him. This is the one thing I'll never worry about. Right. <laughs> and he just didn't get it. That means I got carte blanche. I'm off. <laughs> I'm going to go find this friend of Mike's <laughs> and stay over her place. We see Mike getting his hair cut. And, you know, I, th- I think when I saw the lady cutting his hair, and I don't think you were watching I think you were listening. Yes, I was and listening. And I said something to you. I said, uh, I don't think I'd have her cut my hair. And then I looked up and one whole side of her head was shaved. I was like, well, that's interesting. Maybe I would trust her to cut it, but I wouldn't trust her to come up with a design for my hair. If I wanted <laughs> to do something to my hair, I wouldn't say, hey, do what you feel like with my hair. It was would- so long on one side. It was so long on one side and then shaved on the other. That was a little bizarre. I would give her specific instructions <laughs> on what you wanted to do. I'd bring a picture. I would be very clear. I'd he, be just afraid. He seemed very unfazed by her appearance. <laughs> yeah, I, they were used to it. He's been cutting his hair for, I don't know, 20 Price years lifetime. or something like that. There's no way I'd let her touch it. <laughs> I think all of this is still goes back to that little interview that they did where she didn't say... That she loved him. Yes, definitely. All of this stems back fell apart. to that. It was yeah. right then. And it it's not too far out of line with the other Russian and Correct. Eastern European ladies that we've seen. They don't throw that love a word right. around a lot. Right. They have to really mean it. And for them, it's a the development of commitment and long-term deep feelings not i like you you like me i love you yes right not like darcy right the opposite of darcy oh, i saw your picture and you're so handsome uh, i love oh, you you sent me a text and i love I've never you felt this way before i love you <laughs> that's not the way it i seem to remember and i don't remember which one but i just remember that such a common thing for those russian and ukrainian girls who right. was it? Even not that Lana loved David. I'm not getting <laughs> to the point where she loved, but you even saw that she was just Reserved. everything about her. I don't want to say cold. They almost seem cold. Yes. Yeah. But you see that almost emotionless, and you kind of get the same thing from Andre. It's the same thing. Right. You're right. Everything is just here's the fact. Right. And and there isn't a whole lot of extra feeling in that. Right. And it's not like uh, everybody. I understand. But it seems to be quite common. It does. I thought it was funny when this ended. They talked about, will you be nice to me? And <laughs> yeah, they say, will funny. you be nice to me? That was how they okay, ended Okay, let's it. get married. <laughs> okay, let's be nice to each other. I'm like, if you're talking like that and you're no more than 50 days from getting married, there's a problem. Yes. <laughs> if you have to ask somebody if they'll be nice to you. We've, that close to a wedding, that's that's not a good sign. Yes, we've got another Ukrainian girl, and Yara and Jovi. It seemed kind of fun. I think they've had a fun relationship. Mm-hmm. The two of them seem to have just been traveling across yeah. the country, meeting each other. They're on, in permanent vacation mode. Is he works is. four weeks, off four weeks, makes decent salary, makes very good salary. I think still lives at, still, I guess, based at home with his mom. Mm-hmm. 
and then would go out every other month, I guess, and yeah. meet her somewhere. Yeah. It would be real easy to have a, a relationship with somebody. Sure, because you don't have the day-to-day yeah. life things to deal with. You're or, in perpetual vacation we're here, mode. We're there. Let's go to Hungary for four weeks. Oh, yeah. Great fun. Let's go to the Caribbean <laughs> for four weeks. Who wouldn't like that? Yeah, that'd be Can great. Can you take me somewhere for four weeks? So then what happens? <laughs> what happens when things get normal? What, Tuesday, hap- what happens when she's in Louisiana? Yeah, because she's going to be there. In the there. bayou. She's going to be there. He's going to be gone for a month. Right. And she's going to be smelling fish. <laughs> yes. She'll be out fishing. Crabbing is what she's going to end up doing. Cleaning yep. crab pots. Yep. It's I don't not going to be pretty. I mean, he's typical. I think when you say typical Louisiana person, he's almost the guy you yeah. think of. He Stereotypical. Yeah, he doesn't have the Cajun accent. Um, Just a little. Yeah. Her, his mom does more, but, yes. but he has a little bit. I love when they were outside sitting and they had like a fryer outside. That, to me, would be Louisiana. I've got a fryer right, outside exactly. on my covered porch. Yeah. You know, my dad was from Cajun country in Louisiana, yes. too. So, his mom, Gwen, she seemed all right. I didn't see a dad in this. I saw Gwen. We saw Gwen and Jovi is what we saw. So, we don't know too much about their relationship. We Except we know he's an alcoholic drinking does, hard liquor at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I think that was in the preview. <laughs> yeah. But she said something about him I thought was telling. that They asked what she liked about him. And she said, yeah, she, said uh, Jovi, she said, Jovi, have a good body. Not now, but before. <laughs> <laughs> And she said, I haven't dropped him yet, so I must love him. <laughs> That's so crazy. Matter of fact. That doesn't sound promising either. Yes. And she said, um, because with she, with Jovi, nothing is easy, nothing is perfect. These two seem volatile. I think this yeah, is going to be. And he's still talking about going out. Yeah. And, you know, he, he was upset. He wasn't pleased because after her 30-hour flight, she yeah. wanted to go to the hotel and go to sleep. Like, how does he not get that? Well, normally, um, when these people haven't seen each other in a while, almost the first thing they want to do is, is get go to bed. Is get to the hotel. <laughs> Maybe not sleep. Go but to the bed. They want to go. So I just wonder what she's going to be like—the normal life, right? Versus his party life, right? And it's not like partying like you're in France or in. Uh, a vacation country. It's sit around well, and get still, sloppy drunk. It's still Louisiana. <laughs> it's, you're, they're still in New Orleans, I believe, is what. So he's getting right. his own apartment. Hadn't lived out on his own. Yeah, you can tell he's used to the Mardi Gras environment. Yes. Like that's his his lifestyle. I'm sure he's out every night. I'm sure. Like you said, he's he's still in high school. Got a bit of a drinking problem. Yeah. So not a whole lot to happen with them. We shall kind of see. Also, not a whole lot with Rebecca and Zaid. I think we were both surprised about what she was doing for work. Yeah. It opened, the opening scene was with her checking somebody out at a restaurant. Yeah, Joella's like, wow, fried chicken. That. So, and she'd been like a, in this, they even said, a, a private investigator, um, <laughs> mechanic is what she said she'd been before. So she doesn't have a career. And so she said she got that manager's job, general manager job at the store um, to get more financially stable so that he could, I guess, so that she could have income to be able to show that she could support him. But even that can only be so much. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, Joella's fried chicken is only, look, I mean, you're only making so much there. It's not like you're making a killing. Right. Maybe she does other stuff on the side. I don't know. Perhaps. Maybe a weekend job. And they talked and called, and the interview, his interview for for the visa was coming up in two days. And so they were prepping for the interview. And I thought it was telling that she was going to him and assumed that they were going to ask about his, her other husband. And you could see his face sour. And she knew his face soured. And she knew what he thinks about that marriage. Mm-hmm. And he evidently just gets mad every time he talks about mm-hmm. it. And she talks about it. So she was saying, you've got to find it. Do you think you can get through this? Do you think you can stay calm during mm-hmm. this interview? I really need you to do that. And it didn't look like he didn't blink. It didn't look like. I think he was just blocking her out. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work out. <laughs> my yeah. prediction. Mark my words. But I think we doesn't. it has to. I don't see too many couples Because we know he comes. He makes it. Uh-huh. He gets there. So we know he at least gets through the interview. And the sister, his sister didn't look too tickled about the whole situation either. Mm-hmm. She was kind of cutting eyes at Rebecca. So I don't think that, um, I don't think they're too tickled about the whole thing. Well, the the part that she was concerned about with her ex-husband was that it would uh, be damaging in some way that she had brought another, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was a Moroccan guy, yes. um, on a 90-day fiancé visa, K-1 visa previously. And then it didn't last very long because he changed as soon as he got here and then they got divorced. So I think she's thinking that may weigh against them approving her for another one. Yeah, but it was more like the interview and him talking. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're and, gonna dis- and obviously, you know, being Muslim, he's against divorce. And so mm. she just wants to make sure that there's no anger in his voice when he talks about that. Right. But I think it's good, at least, Aid, when you talk about, I guess, reaction to the Muslims, that um, in her family, in Rebecca's family, that that Tiffany and Micah, her daughter and son in or not even son-in-law, I guess, boyfriend of the daughter, they're supportive of Muslims, it appears, doesn't it? Yes. If you had to say, they're not at all supportive of Muslims. <laughs> Isn't, what, did he, what did the son say? Or the, the boyfriend about, this is, um, there's Christianity rules here, and he's yeah. going to have oh, to he, learn to comply? He is such a... a redneck guy i mean he was like well if there's a problem and he's gonna have to deal with me he's got to get over that (laughs) he said this country's more about christianity he's gonna see more of that he said oh (laughs) i'm like this is a mess you would think that they would be supportive having been through this with her before but no if he does anything to get out of line he's gonna have problems and this is all about the fact that he doesn't want to come and stay with them because he doesn't want Rebecca to be living in the same house with another unmarried male. Sure. And, of course, if you were Muslim, you'd have an issue with that. Yes. That would be completely inappropriate. So having been through this before with another spouse, you would think that they would be expecting that. But he was completely put off by that statement. And in that's when he started Micah's sticking version, his neck up. 
in Micah's version of Christianity, <laughs> evidently his relationship status with right. the daughter is, to count. isn't a problem whatsoever. <laughs> they even don't they even have a kid? <laughs> yes, I believe they do. I think they do anyway. I think so. I don't see where Micah not. has, it. and he looks. Micah's like, I don't know. It's like Charlie almost. You know, mm-hmm. it's. It's that American that I don't think we like seeing. <laughs> right. It's just that he's that guy. I'm not saying he's not the smartest guy in the world, but <laughs> there's a chance he may not be very culturally... Aware. Yes. <laughs> or cares. Or, or, yeah. I don't think he would care at all. Tolerant. Yes, he's, at he's all. He's not very tolerant. You're just going to have to, look, this America. <laughs> Say what I want, I do what I want. My culture, not your culture. It's great how when we go to another culture in, in 90 Day Fiance, when we go there, it's I'm an American, you have to deal with my culture. Right, right. And when you come here, you have, you to, have deal to deal with, with my, my culture. culture. <laughs> no matter what. Everybody has to change to your culture. America trumps all. Yes, that's it. <laughs> I just, I can't get past the, um, they said it at the beginning about her filtering the photos that she was doing, making herself yes. look younger. Uh-huh. I'd missed all that before. Oh, no, that was in the last season. Yeah. It got into yes. that because she was afraid to get off the plane the first time and have him see her looking bigger and older because the filters had made her look thinner and younger. That's, but he didn't look but like he, he cared. Sa- he said he thought she looked better in person than in the photos. That's good. So that's cool. He had her picture on his T-shirt and all that, all corny. He's yeah. really sweet. Right. So we'll see how that goes. I'm uh, hoping things work out. Yeah. It's hard to tell, though, because they had the little preview about him wanting to rush the marriage before Ramadan, and she was put out by that. Yeah. He just wouldn't do it during. I don't know how it falls on their 90 days, when and where it's at. Well, you remember um, Mohammed from Morocco um, when he came <gasps> to get married. Uh, he got Whatever. married. During Ramadan, but wouldn't kiss the bride well, during the wedding that's because, because I think there's no public display of affection Dan- during Ramadan. Or because, <laughs> or because she's kissing, gross. kissing Danielle, <laughs> who smells like rotten eggs. <laughs> that, that would be it for me. <laughs> Rebecca's no Rebecca's no Danielle. Yeah, thank goodness. Yes, she's got more tattoos. <laughs> she does have that. Our last couple that we see this time is Brandon and Julia. And so I think this is going to be the funnest couple of, or in the funnest, I guess the funnest couple and family that we get in this show. Brandon, this is from almost from our neck of the woods. This is from about an hour and a half from where we come from in Virginia. But he seems to be like he's never left home. Right. And I don't think he has. So he's living at home. He's 27. He's a pest control technician, which means he sprays. <laughs> for Terminex. <laughs> probably for Terminex. Sprays for roaches, sprays for ants. Up there, it's Orkin or Terminex. That's sure. I would imagine termites would be the big issue yeah, termites there in issue. that part of Virginia. Yep. Moist, wet wood on the hills. Definitely. So he's pro- this guy is probably making, he's a technician. He's not a manager. Right. So at 27, he's probably making about, in that market, I don't know, probably not even 20 bucks an hour because that's, yeah. that's northwest of Petersburg. So he, let's just call him 20 bucks an hour. And he's got to save money 
so they can eventually go Pay for the K-1. live on their own. He's been yeah. paying for trips, paying for the K-1, yep. all this stuff. Now he's out of money. And we meet his parents, <laughs> Ron and Betty. They run a farm. They, uh, uh, They're conservative. Dog breeding. Um, we saw pigs. We saw goats. This is a real animal farm is what this is. I wonder if they breed the other stuff and sell. I'm just wondering in general what they do. No telling. Julia's, she does pageants, bodybuilding. They said it loves to dance at a club. And, and then they showed some footage and they call it go-go dancing. It's probably not what you would call go-go dancing because it appears that she has her clothes on. So I guess that's encouraging. Yeah, but, he, he did say that people in America would assume that go-go dancing meant she was some kind of stripper. Yeah. But that that's not the case. It's called a go-go dancer there. but I'd use a different not, term. Yeah, it's not a topless. It's a type of music. I'd change the go-go music, he said. I'd still change the term. Right, right. Mom was funny because mom said, well, she hopes that that was all because she hopes that she didn't get into other stuff like a uh, call girl or prostitution. Right. So mom is already moving down that path. Exactly. Like this could be worse. <laughs> so she got denied her K-1 because she said she had a boyfriend is what they said. So if that's mm. the case and she couldn't get a tourist visa, she had right. to get the K-1. Exactly. They met, proposed in Iceland. He can't leave the house yet. So they're all going to have to move in there, which I think is the funnest part of this whole thing is that conversation they had in the bedroom. About them staying in different rooms. Yes. He looked genuinely offended. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, having conservative parents, he should have seen that coming. Yeah. He's 27. And he hadn't told her that they were going to have to stay in different I rooms. I mean, honestly, wouldn't we do the same thing? Of course. With our kids? Yes. I mean, we would. And yes. they would know that. Yes. Without it even being yeah, said. You wouldn't even, you wouldn't bring them here. No. They'd, they'd be sleeping in our room. Is where they'd be sleeping. Right. Because I would not only give them separate rooms, but I'd have to kick our youngest out of the room beside our bedroom, and they'd have to go in there so that I could hear. Yes. We'd have <laughs> someone a, were sneaking out. We'd have a room rearrangement going on. Right. <laughs> and a camera in the hallway <laughs> with a motion sensor so on. So true. <laughs> Julia, the girl, is afraid of her of mom being controlling, and we see it right off the bat. Mom is, Betty is controlling. Yes. Once they found out that there was no birth control no. involved. Then they said, she oh, did there's something no chance. That I couldn't imagine ever happening. She called her gynecologist or somebody. I don't know. Betty's probably still got it. She called it. the clinic. Yes. To, to get her an appointment so that she could get birth control. Counseling. For, which would, birth to, for her to learn her options for birth control. Well, that's not what, what mom said. said. And that's not, they were, she's got to get birth control. Right. And he said, that's not happening. She's not doing it. And he doesn't want to be responsible yeah, for it. Because she, her reason is she doesn't want to take birth control because she's um, careful about what she puts in her body. I can understand that. Sure. A lot of people don't like to take hormone-based well, birth control. she but, doesn't have a problem putting Brandon in her body. Right. But there are other alternatives. I mean, she could do an IUD or something like that. Um, he could obviously use condoms, but he says he doesn't. It doesn't, uh, it's not so much fun, yes. is what he said. Well, you know, because kid, kid, 
condoms aren't fun, but kids are fun. And he didn't want to be he didn't want to be responsible for birth control. Wow. I'm like, okay, oh, so you want to be responsible for a child instead. Wow. And from the preview, it looks like that's exactly what happens. Mm. <laughs> because it ended in the preview with two lines. What does that mean? <laughs> yes. And we know what that means. I don't even know. Yeah, I thought it was colors or horizontal, <laughs> no. diagonal. If you have one line is your, um, this is how the test works. And a matching line is... This is how the test works, and it's, ah, positive. it's positive. And if that second window is nothing, and you just have the the one window that shows you what it should look like, they can. Then it's negative. So what'll happen is, is next week we'll get no Brandon and Julia, right? That's how this is. That's how right. this is going to work. They're going to string this along. Yes. And we may see one of these three couples, one of these four couples we had this week. We may see them next week, but probably not. We may get an update on one of them, but we'll get Stephanie and Ryan, an introduction of them. That's the young the young 27-year-old and the cougar. Right. We're, we're, we'll get yes. them next week. Yeah, because we didn't see them. I think that Andrew and um, Amira, she's the one that's in, evidently, in some kind of quarantine somewhere when she comes to the country. We probably get very little of them. Or their story may come up at the end. Isn't she the one? She's a French that, girl that got um, picked up in detention. Yes, but I don't think it's like a. Uh, I think it's a COVID detention. I don't think oh, it's. A, okay, you sure? I'm here. I snuck across the border detention. Okay. I think the detention center just means. I thought there was some sort of a visa problem. I don't know. Maybe it could and have been. They were been. holding her in I, detention. I was thinking it was a quarantine problem. Mm, interesting. And then we'll probably get Tariq and Hazel. Ugh. Yeah. I could pass on that. Yeah, that all seems forced. That whole, they are just like how I felt about Brittany in the last Or Stephanie. Show. Yeah, because, I mean, you could tell from the beginning that was never going to work out. And so what was the point? And they're dumb and boring on top of it. Yeah. The only positive thing about Brittany was that I liked Yazan. Yeah. (laughs) I could have just watched him without her, right? <laughs> and I'd have been happier. And Tariq is just a board, but evidently is. we find Gosh. more about their, his relationship with his brother, and that may be a bit, maybe a better angle than this third wheel. He's about as interesting as a blank sheet of paper, right? A board. That's what I said. <laughs> so stay tuned. We'll have family Chantel. The, what we learn is the second to the last episode. We will talk about that. Yay. We have an inside scoop also coming. We talk about Angela. We talk about, unfortunately, Paul. Two of our least favorite. We end up <laughs> going to end up talking about Paul and Devin. Ah, barfo. Maybe something else will come up by then. I get hit by something. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Stay tuned. You've been listening to Ninety Day Fiance, coupled with chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.